0: Hey, this is Regan Bach, Managing Partner at Better Faster Further, and I wanted to take a second to welcome you to the Better Faster Further podcast. Whether this is your first episode or if you've been with us since the beginning, we're so thankful that you're here. We know that time is limited and we truly appreciate each and every one of you and want to thank you for listening.
1: Hey everyone, this is Adam Odowski. I'm part of the core team at Better Faster Further and co-host of the podcast. With every episode, we'll feature inspiring stories from bright business minds, accomplished athletes, and inspiring leaders. We'll provide insights, tools, and takeaways to help you expand your capacity. we will also take it a step further and really try to uncover the deep, hard to reach, and often unexplored places of the human experience. Things like overcoming obstacles, failure, facing fears, pushing through the hard stuff, and ultimately highlighting the growth, opportunity, and lessons learned that comes from choosing the path less traveled. As a serial entrepreneur I'm now executive coach, ultra endurance athlete, and health coach, I know these discussions are worth
0: their weight in gold. Hey, everyone. This is Regan Bach, uh, co-founder and managing partner of Better, Faster, Further. And uh, welcome back to our podcast. I am with my uh, esteemed partner, friend, and colleague, Adam Odoski. How are you, my friend? Doing well, Regan. Good morning. It's good to see you. You as well. We've been uh, cranking on these podcasts this week. It's been, uh, it's been super fun. I, if I could do this every day, all day, I'd, I, I would love it.
1: 100%. Well,
0: today, today
1: I'm particularly excited about. We've got something to talk about that has been in the works for quite a long time.
0: I think this is going to be an impactful podcast for our listeners. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And in fact, I, th- I think we should kind of just get into it. We've got uh, five folks total on the podcast today. So uh, you'll hear from a myriad of voices and each of them in their, in their own way is super special and super unique. Um, some of them are brand new uh, to our listeners and, and, and some have, have been around a couple times and, and you'll recognize the voice. But, but let me share a little background on how and why this even came about. So as folks know, at Better, Faster, Further, we do a ton of work with uh, uh, one-on-one with executives, leaders, founders, um, and do a lot of one-on-one coaching and leadership development. It's very intimate. It's very proximal. You make a big change, but it is one-on-one. Uh, Another layer of the work we do is helping to build high-performing teams. And uh, that's an obvious expansion going from one-on-one to looking at team dynamics, group dynamics, communication, uh, goal alignment, ownership, accountability, etc. But we invest a lot of time and energy in developing high-performing teams. And then kind of the the third level is working with an organization at large or even in a larger organization, an entire department. And really helping the, helping these teams and companies and organizations scale. And that means very different things to different people. And that's why at Better, Faster, Further, we, we have to wear a lot of different hats. There's coaching, there's goal setting, there's operations, there's facilitation, there's offsites, there's strategy, there's culture work. And so it's kind of dynamic and complicated to stitch all that together. But it's what we do day in and day out. We love what we do and, and, and we're really good at it. But in those conversations, it's 99% through the lens of People at work. And we, you know, between sleep and work, that's a vast majority of time spent on this earth for most people. And so it's a good investment of time. But when you think about it, there's a whole life outside of the work realm that deals with humans, health and wellness, mental health, physicality, emotions, spiritual nature, etc. And we've always had this, this knack, this interest, this desire. To um, begin to, to kind of optimize for the, for the whole human, the full human, as opposed to just the human that comes to work. And some of the folks we work with, you know, quote unquote, are, are, are killing it on the work front. But then you look at their home life or their health and wellness or their personal life, and, and it's far from optimum. For some folks, it's in shambles getting divorced, horrible sleep, high stress, pre diabetic you know, smoking habits, all kinds of crazy habits and behaviors happening outside of the work. And so part of us feels like, you know, how can we begin to help people begin to operate in very different ways in multiple aspects so that they become not only better humans, but better leaders in the workplace. And by doing so, we truly believe that we're going to create these ripple effects within organizations and, and communities and society at large. And we're fired up about that. To make a long story longer, you know, Adam in his athletic journey has, has, has been connected and has a very vast network of folks who have been optimizing humans and human performance from an athletic stance uh, for quite some time and are experts in their own field. And uh, those synergies and those relationships are, are starting to come together. And the, 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 the push for this podcast in particular is to kind of announce and share and begin to put some tangibility to a program that we're super fired up about. Um, so we're starting to organize a service and a and, and a program that's that we're calling right now the Full Human Performance Program. Um, it's really around looking how we optimize the total human. And um, we've got some folks on the podcast today that we just can't wait to get introduced and and, and to kick things off. So Adam, maybe you can, you know, help set the stage from your own perspective. Add any color to the uh, kind of the version that that I that I shared there, and then we can get folks introduced and get their voice heard.
1: You bet. So, it, I mean, it, my interest in this in this fuel in this full human performance program goes back to challenges I faced in my own personal life. You know, for many many years, I was a terrible sleeper. I had, you know excessively low testosterone you know the testosterone of a a 80 year old man when i was in my late 20s and yet i still wanted to perform at a high level athletically and I, i wasn't quite sure what to do how to do it and i noticed the impacts of terrible sleep and low testosterone uh not just you know in various sports that i participated in but at work too, you know, I felt tired. My head felt cloudy. I couldn't think straight. You know, I just, I didn't have the energy to perform. And so through a personal journey, I I, I partnered with a company called athlete blood test. I forget exactly how I learned about athlete blood test, probably through, you know, one of the, you know, athlete networks that I'm involved with, but I started having my blood tested, and that—that's how I started to find out about the low testosterone and some other biomarkers that started to indicate where things were off. And so, through a journey um, in partnership with Athlete Blood Test, I started working on some of these things. Some of it was through supplementation. Some of it was through new, uh, new habits, new behaviors. Uh, some of it was through medication, quite frankly. But over the course of time, I started to correct some of these things that were holding me back. And what I noticed was not just better athletic performance, but better mental clarity, more energy, um, more inspiration. Uh, frankly, I was a better husband, a better father. Um, I was interested in in doing more things. And I think what's what's cool about that is you know we've talked a lot, Regan, especially since both of us come from athletic backgrounds that you know we'll train for a specific moment in time, a specific event. You know, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to time that peak performance for that thing, whatever it may be. But what we've experienced, you know, as we work with these teams and, and leaders and executives that you mentioned a few minutes ago, is that you know these people don't have that luxury. You know, they're expected to be high performers at the top of their game, day in and day out, in perpetuity. And when people aren't eating well, aren't sleeping well, have you know biomarkers that are off or things that are going haywire outside of the office, it becomes really challenging. With a heavy cost and a heavy load and a heavy impact to the individual to try to, you know, perform at such a high level for, you know, a long amount of time. So, what we've done um, and what we're going to talk about today is we've we've spent quite a bit of time with the people that we're going to introduce you to here in just a second, designing a new program. This is basically the coaching program that we have utilized with executives that has provided incredible results and integrated it with a full performance program, a, f- a full human optimization program that looks at nutrition, that looks at mental health, emotional health, biomarkers, things of that nature. So you know we're using science and we're using data to really help inform people how to be better, and then we're using tools and techniques to help them be better. So that's that's the gist of it, and I'm, I am just super excited because this has provided incredible results in my own life. Not just professionally, but of course, athletically as well. And uh, I'm super excited to, to open this program up to a wider audience. Uh, so, with that, shall we get these incredible humans introduced?
0: Absolutely. The, uh, the the one thing you highlighted that, which I think is is huge, is there, there's a seminal article that was Harvard Business Review maybe 20 years ago. It was called "The Making of a Corporate Athlete," and it's this notion that, like, as you alluded to, you know, in, in the athletic world. You you kind of train for this event, you peak at that moment, and then you get rest and recovery, and then you kind of train for the next one and 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 peak in those moments. And at if you're a founder, if you're a CEO, if you're a, a, a you know, a senior leader in a business, every day is the freaking Olympics. And so you gotta find ways to build in nutrition, rest, recovery, stress reduction, and that just doesn't happen. And so our whole premise here, the thesis is that by by optimizing people through the lens of business, by optimizing people through blood panels and the, the data and science that comes out of that, and then looking at the, you know, their biomarkers and putting in nutrition plans and exercise plans, um, we think we're gonna tap into amazing insights and truly create transformative opportunities for for people to be better humans and by default better leaders and create better organizations and 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 better civilizations. So it's it's super exciting. Um, If any of this resonates with folks, or if you want to learn more or can't stick around for the whole podcast, feel free to email us directly at bff at betterfasterfurther.com. Again, that's bff at betterfasterfurther.com. We will reply to every email we get, but if if interested, uh, feel free to to shoot us an email. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. But um, without further ado, I'm tired of hearing my voice. I want to get others in the room. We have Jeremy Zajon, another good friend and colleague who is joining us. Jeremy, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. It's great to have you on board. How are
2: you? I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks. And Adam, way to way to just put that all together there. It made me uh personally really excited to 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 do it myself and to to help other folks who are gonna who are gonna dive on into that program. Awesome. Well,
0: thanks for joining. And uh, we also have with us Scott Evans. So uh, Scott works for Athlete Blood Test. That's the organization that Adam was referencing that does the blood panel work. Scott cut his teeth during the dot-com era and was fortunate to be mentored through many complex business transactions from fundraising, M&A, a lot of BD work, as well as sales and marketing. This has culminated into kind of a dream job of blending his passion for business with pro sports and now the corporate athlete. Uh, Scott's responsible for developing the market strategy for Athlete Blood Test, and the mission of ABT um, is to help athletes thrive through the use of accurate, relevant, and useful biomarker data. They support and partner with top-tier athletes in a myriad of disciplines to help optimize their performance. Scott's also a passionate backcountry skier and a soccer fan who loves bringing Athlete Blood Test services to new markets. Um, Mr. Evans. So stoked to have you here. It's been a pleasure getting to know you in the weeks and months leading up to this, but uh, welcome to the podcast. Likewise. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited to talk through what we have to, to, to get into today. Absolutely. Well, I'll get Dan intro'd and then we'll, we'll circle back to you. I'd love to give you a chance to to sh- kind of share your own personal and professional journey kind of leading up to what kind of what you're doing today. We'll give Dan a chance to do the same and and, and then we'll talk about the program. But We are also joined by uh, Dr. Dan Turner. Dan is a founder and human performance specialist with a PhD in human physiology. Um, His passion is to help humans achieve ambitious goals in their life and career. Uh, For over a decade, Dan has coached thousands of high-performing humans helping prepare their body and mind to thrive in extremely demanding environments. Uh, This includes working with 320 world champion and Olympic athletes, along with business professionals, neurosurgeons, and medical doctors, founders, CEOs, and executives. Dan was the lead performance coach and scientist uh, and program manager for Red Bull for uh, over five years. And the human performance program involved working closely with the best sports talent in the world in the areas of psychology, creativity, spirituality, high-risk decision-making, team cohesion and leadership, human stress response regulation, physical and mental performance under pressure, and a bunch of other things. Dan co-founded the world's first precision human optimization program for 15 of America's top neurosurgeons at Mount Sinai Hospital, and his unique approach to human optimization is at the intersection of science, technology, and coaching. He and his team merged biometrics with uh, psychological insights to design holistic programs for individuals and teams that drive innovation, connectedness, and optimal wellness. Dan... That was a lot of words. There, uh, you, You've got your fingers in a bunch of stuff, and we'll we'll give folks a better sense of that. But thank you so much for joining as well, and super excited to get your voice in here.
3: Hey, Reagan, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and, and share what we've been putting together for quite some time now.
0: And just to call out, we have previously recorded a podcast with uh, with Dr. Dan that we will be releasing at some point. I don't know the timing of which one of these will come out first, but uh, I will just reference that if anything Dan is saying during this call, there is another podcast that goes uh, very deep into his background, his expertise, and a lot of the projects that he's working on right now. Um, And the final thing I'll say is that I personally am in the process of kind of dog fooding. The, uh, the program that we're doing right now. So I was lucky enough to get a, uh, a blood panel drawn a couple weeks ago. And uh, next week, I meet with Dan to do the debrief on that. So super excited to get the results from that as well. And I will continue to report out insights, progress, and experience from that, just from my own uh, personal journey to folks. But uh, can't wait to, to dive in. And thank you both for joining. Scott, maybe we can hand the mic to you for a little bit. Help us get to know you a bit better. How'd you get to where you are and and, and bring us on the journey of, of kind of where you grew up and, and some of the highlights and lowlights of, of the journey thus far? Yeah,
4: my pleasure. To expand on what already has been listed, business is actually what I absolutely love to do. Uh, I would do it if it was a dude ranch. I would pay somebody uh, to actually do business if I had had the choice. So I've been able to go through a lot of different type of of businesses, whether it's pre-revenue, pre-money raised, all the way through the cycle of of Series D to uh, IPO, to exiting that public company uh, and and kind of hitting the cycle. And and was able to learn so much about business in a very short period of time during a very exciting period of our our kind of business history um, during the late 90s, early 2000s. And that has culminated in a now, which is uh, athlete blood tests. And it, it resonates with me from a just a pure business perspective in the sense that we're cutting against the grain. You know, we're not we haven't raised any outside capital. We're not trying to race to the volume game and run up to 100 million dollars. You know, we're hands on intervention, uh, honoring the science you know, we're not cranking th- people through AI or algorithms, certainly use technology in the preparation of our data. But, you know, this is all about the individual uh, and everybody is different They're, They change over time. They've got different circumstances, different environmental factors. Um, so I, I love the business plan of doing what everybody else is not doing um, and, and being that hands on boutique, uh, higher end going deep on the individual, um, helping them beyond just what is is typical in in this type of market. So uh, it's been exciting to be part of a business where we control our own destiny and we get to work with high-calibre people. We're called Athlete Blood Test. Predominantly, we work with athletes, but just we really work with high performers um, that could be a pro athlete, that could be an amateur, that could be a weekend warrior. We get, got a lot of CEOs and tech executives and and, and ER doctors and, and, and the like. You know, everybody uh, can associate as a high performer. So it's really exciting to come to, to what we're here to work with, which is addressing the whole person. Uh, we often are working with the person outside of work. You're predominantly working with the person inside of work, and in the marry these two is is really the full manifestation of, of our vision and our ethos and what we stand for. So super excited to get into those details.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and I can speak to you know it, it, my experience and our experience and just working with you in particular. Uh, Athlete blood test, just it, phenomenal organization, doing doing great things. Tr- truly does, uh, you know, care and uh, is is really you know hyper focused on using the data using the insights using the science to get there and then scott just personally obviously super smart very dedicated follows through you know you you're, you're one step ahead when it comes to like suggesting the next meeting or the next touch point or the next thought so just very uh, thorough there which i we very much appreciate and one question i guess two things and then we'll we'll, we'll move over to dan for a second is how did you initially get in contact or exposed to athlete blood test like how'd you end up there because it seems like a a, a decent sized leap from you know the world you articulated in the dot-com era to this so there's got to be some thing that brought you there and then i wonder if you could just give us a brief overview of like the the types of services that athlete blood test does because i know i was blissfully ignorant coming into it but the more i learned the more curious I was about some of like literally the products and services that you offer. So just do, do the broad brushstrokes on that too, if you would.
4: Yeah, I, I certainly was reluctantly came to ABT initially just because it was started by uh, a, a dear friend of mine, Dr. Garrett Rock. He uh, is kind of the uh, architect behind the intellectual property. He started back in 2007, spent 12 to 13 years of just acquiring the science uh, before it was uh, commercially released. Uh, he started in a clinic setting out of Boulder, Colorado, predominantly working with endurance athletes. That was kind of hands-on clinical type of work, but um, he's just very intellectually curious. Um, so he started to just see a lot of overtraining and and sluggishness within his athletes and and really just started to experiment on, on the litany of different biomarkers and types of testings and the ways to do it. And and over that 12 to 13 years, distilled that all down to kind of our core science uh, uh, which is very different. You know, blood tests may sound synonymous with anything, but they're, they're very different. So, just to contrast it from what we do from, from the medical field, you know, they look at your biomarkers from a disease perspective. Uh, they compare you to the rest of the population, which is very sedentary. You know, our clientele, whether you're your CEO or, or pro quarterback in the NFL, you're pushing yourself differently than than what are most. So many doctors will, will be concerned because maybe they think there's something wrong with you because of, of uh, you're pushing in other areas and other times they're holding you back. The, the reality is that we're looking at the same data, but we're looking at it very differently. And so, you know, we are taking that information and, and really teasing out nuances within the individual you know what do they need we're not here to sell a magic pill not everybody needs a certain supplement or or a certain dietary recommendations everybody's body is different and it changes over time so we're lifting the veil to their physiology and they no longer need to be blind in what's going on or, or what may be ailing them or, or how to tease out those marginal gains. We simply are telling them what's going on in their body and, and what they need to respond well in order, order to meet their goals, whether you're an Olympic long distance runner or again, you're a doctor in an ER. Um, so, you know, we really love to kind of delve into that individual data and, and teasing out the information. It predominantly translates into nutrition. I mean, again, we're not here selling a magic pill. Our body needs what the earth provides. Um, and, and we are just kind of giving you that specific information. If we are recommending supplements, it's, it's hyper specific. It's not in perpetuity. Um, it's, it's just to get you back into a certain range. We, we shouldn't be blind supplementing. Uh, there, there's as many, if not more, detrimental effects to over supplementing uh, as much as there is the under as well as health risk in many instances. So we all should be getting this information at some level. Um, obviously, pro athletes and, and high end executives um, are, are operating in the margins. Um, and, and so this is quite a bit more relevant to them. But really, this anybody benefits from this type of thing.
1: Scott, I mean, I, I love what you said there. And I can speak to it from firsthand experience that the highly individualized recommendations and in the way you view uh individual biomarkers through through a lens taking into account you know the individual's lifestyle the ecosystem they're within you know their goals things of that nature and you know specifically there being no magic pill i mean that that's one thing we talk a lot about in our in our programs with executives is like there there's no shortcuts here there's no do this one thing and everything else will change and i So what I love about this program is it's, it's beginning to take all of the data, all of the science and give people a really robust foundation to work from so they can make incremental changes with huge impacts, huge impacts down the road. And, and, you know, from my own personal experience, my supplementation changes usually every three to four months, you know, sometimes there's no supplementation, but the, you know, very rarely am I on the same supplementation for a long period of time. And my diet changes too, as you guys know, having been a, a plant-based athlete for a long time, but very recently reintroducing uh, some animal proteins back into the, into the diet. And so w- what Athlete Blood Test does is a very special service for people to give them the insight that they need to make the changes in their life for themselves versus a, a blanket pill or a blanket recommendation.
4: Yeah, and I think that's what's so exciting about folding this into your program you know, being able to get our hands on the corporate athlete. And, and, you know, this is just going to be one of those things that self perpetuates itself, you know, once we can really get them dialed, and uh, how they're feeling, how their body is operating, um, everything else kind of comes naturally from there. So, you know, being able to move beyond the eight to five individual, and, and, and really be able to bring that into uh, their work environment is, is super exciting for us. It's something that is just organically happened, like I said, in our business. So this is, you know, we've all been in our own disciplines for decades. Um, we, we've, we've kind of fine-tuned the science that we all have been doing within our relative fields, but now emerging of these is, is exciting
0: for us as, as much as I hope it's exciting for our clients. It, it, it is. I'm, I, it's, I, th- I haven't felt kind of this excited about coming up with a new thing in, in, in a while, which is cool. And I, I think we're all just kind of following our gut instinct on that level of passion. Um, two things, you know, one, the other piece that I found fascinating was just the female physiology and the nuance that, that that ABT places on that. So I'd love to give you just a second to at least, you know, paint that picture. And, and, and secondarily, you know, the, the interesting thing about a lot of the people that we work with through the business lens is even if they do CrossFit as hard as they freaking can for an hour a day, They got a sedentary, sedentary lifestyle, right? And so we're we're not talking about top-tier athletes that are doing training camp and two-a-days and you know, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about people that are like sitting behind a computer or a desk or at most like meeting to meeting. And they, you know, some of the folks we work with are total beasts, but it's a sedentary lifestyle. So optimizing nutrition and exercise and stress reduction and sleep around that is so critical. And there is massive nuance between you know, my blood work and somebody else's. And so that, that, that hyper-optimization, I, I'm, I'm super excited just to begin to crack the code on that. And I think the program we're designing, which we'll get into here shortly, I think there's very cool lessons to be learned for your side of the house to understand what pressures, what realities, you know, that individual is facing in a work environment for eight to 10 to 12 hours a day. And for us to glean insights for like what's happening when they're not in those work environments and from the mental load energy levels feeling lethargic stress sleep what have you and i think the unlock here which we're hoping and again this is part of big a big piece of our thesis is like we don't know what we don't know and like the 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 unlock will be when those things come together and and those two worlds begin to glean insights and share information could be game-changing
4: yeah, great. I'll pick up on that and, and and start with the female physiology. And I can only scratch the surface here. I know Dr. Dan Turner is very much aligned uh, with, with our philosophy here. I know in talking with you guys it is as well. But, you know, the short of it is the female physiology is grossly understudied. You know, it's like everything in, in our society. there It's like shrink it and pink it. But the reality is that the female physiology is very different. So, so much of sports science has been trying to shoehorn onto the female studies and science that has been built on just studying the male male side Um, and so we're certainly pushing the envelope there on 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 pushing that research pushing that science Um, but there's some just basic things uh that 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 we can do Uh, just to give you some anecdotes you know it's very prevalent within within the female running world that lighter is better you know, losing your cycle is a badge of courage, and and the science just is categorically against that. You know, the female physiology, of the cycle is is actually a superpower, and 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 if you're losing it, you know that that's that's kind of a red flag. Um, there could be some medical issues and some some outliers explanations for sure. But as far as athletes pushing themselves to a point where they're losing their cycle is a performance detriment you know that that does not help the performance so you know it's really about taking data uh science and, and, and individualizing it for that person in their circumstances. Are they on a hormonal IUD? Are they pre or post-menopausal? You know, there's a lot of variables there, but the point being is, is helping them work with their cycle. And, and you know, and that, and that does tails well with your second part of, of, of the conversation around the pro athlete. I mean, when we're working with pro athletes, we're, we're trying to tap into marginal gains, you, you know, shaving a second here is a difference between a gold medal and being off the podium. You know, putting on that five, seven pounds of mass for that lineman um, is, is a different is a game changer. But what's great about the corporate athlete and, and maybe they're they're not the pro athlete. A, I think they, they very much have some synergies between what they do. Uh, I think a corporate athlete is harder, like you reference, and that they don't get an offseason. Uh, they don't have a team of individuals that they can go into and be pampered. Now, we're that team. You know, we, we are creating that team for the corporate athlete where we can come in and walk around them and, and, and have all these kind of expertise that are helping optimize them. That pro athlete recognizes that their, their body, their mind is their product. I, I, I want the corporate athlete to think the same way um, and, 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 and embrace that type of notion. But the reality is there's so much low-lying fruit with the, with the corporate athlete you know, they're, they're not as optimized as the pro athlete, although I can tell stories on on, on how scary some of that is in, in, in sports as well. But the fundamental point being is is we don't need them to be training 100 hours a week. We don't need them to be running hundreds of miles like Adam does. We can work within who they are, what they do, but it's really about nutrition and, and the, their mental and, and and how this all comes together um, and and the tease out, and they're going to be a better person for it. You know, this isn't just about their, their eight to five, you know, this is going to impact their whole world. um, And it's going to be tailored and individualized to them. So they may not be pro athletes, but there's so much that they can gain from the science that we're bringing to this program.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, Dan, I want to get you in there. And just hearing you say that, Scott, it's like part of our name, when Louie and I were naming the company, people, you know, clowned on us because they're like, wait, that's not a name. That's like a, it's like a tagline. But the whole idea is like, we want people to individuals, teams and companies like, you know, be better, you know, go faster, get from point A to point B faster. But then there's like this durability and longevity piece, which is like the further component. And and what resonated with me about what you just said is like, it's not just about increasing performance or optimization in the work front, but like, we want you to be able to do whatever it is you want to do for a long time, you know, and this notion of like retiring when you're 60 is 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 like going out the window for a lot of folks. People want to continue to work and want to be able to engage with society. And one of one of my good buddies that I, I spent time with uh, in the kayaking world in Durango, who now lives here in Marin as well, is um, uh, Kelly Starrett. And he and his his wife Juliet are huge on just like trying to tap into the. They do a lot of optimization around you know, uh, sports teams and military and working with those, you know, those absolute kind of edges of the, of the sports paradigm. And, but now optimizing for for the middle of the road, which is like, dude, you got to be able to bend down and pick up your grandkid, right? Like if you lose all your mobility and you can't even do that, like your life suffers. And, and like, we want you to be able to do those things long into the future. I would like people to be able, if needed, to be able to work for a long time and continue to add value to society long-term
4: yeah just just to amplify that you know humans are meant to be pushed you know if we're sedentary if we're just you know we, things start to break down and 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 it starts to it starts to self perpetuate itself so you know within reason to the individual you know being able to push yourself physically to be able to get the right fuel which is nutrition into your body to, to, to service that physical, to service that mental, I mean, mental takes a lot of calories, right. And, 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 and you gotta be able to fuel it with the right stuff. So, you know, there's so much to be gained here for these individuals. Um, and, and, and and I think they'll just feel it radically. Now, like we said before, there, there's not a magic pill. And just along with that, this doesn't happen overnight. You know, that's not necessarily how the body works, but you will feel the benefits, um, after a committed round of, of what we, what we built into this program.
0: let's bring it, Dan, you've been very patient. I appreciate it. But, uh, Again, super stoked to get you on here, and I know we've had quite a quite a bit of back and forth, and, and opportunities for internally our team to spend time together. But you know, I want to I want to unveil you to to our audience as well. So uh, thank you for joining. And um, I know, as I acknowledged earlier, we we've done a whole other podcast recording that we'll release. I just don't know the timing of which one will precede the other. But so maybe you can give a a, a bit of background and and let folks know, uh, you know, what's behind the curtain for your life as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm already enjoying just being a fly on the wall, just listening to all this wisdom that's being shared already. But yeah, um, I really relate to the word that you mentioned earlier, you know, the BFF mission and to go further. And that's what I've been all about for a long time is this idea of um, what I like to call biological sustainability. And I think over the 15 years that I've been coaching and working in science and working with all the extraordinary humans that I'm so honored to have helped and coached, that's really what I arrived at was how do I help someone go from maybe just focused on winning to then actually winning and feeling happy and winning and feeling fulfilled and winning and wanting to win again. And that was huge. And that biological sustainability became really part of what it is that I want to do and what I want to give to others. And to kind of go back a bit, like where that started, I'm not entirely sure, but there's a few things that come to mind. So I've always been very interested in helping and understanding humans. I think even when I was a kid, I just could not get into fiction, but my mom would go to the library and bring me um, biology books and be reading them uh, at the age of seven. And then I was a national level swimmer. And I would go to swimming competitions and my mom would say, what, what were you chatting with, you know, before, with, with your, with lane eight or like lane three, just before you're about to do your hundred freestyle to your competitor. And I was like, oh, I was giving them a tip on their stroke, you know? And she was like, what do you mean you're giving them a tip on your stroke? And I'm like, I just enjoy giving people like tactics and like kind of analyzing and studying people and helping them see that maybe to my demise in, in those circumstances. So, so maybe that's that's the competitive part of me yeah <laughs> maybe gave me a good excuse when they did but yeah so i think you know over the years i've i've worked with a lot of different clientele from professional athletes and i think the motive for doing what i do which is helping people achieve ambitious goals but in a way that is fulfilling and, and building joy and happiness in the life is like is is not necessarily working with people that are kind of like quote unquote, like broken or needing help. It's often working with people that are winning, that are successful at work, that are winning in their career, but then realizing that they're also broken down while they're winning, right? It's like working with um, a long distance female athlete and she has the most incredible power to weight ratio, but, and she's crushing it and, you know, and, and just Olympic podiums. But when you look at her from a health point of view and her mental health or physical condition, she's really struggling. And and I feel for that individual. And it's, you know, working with a neurosurgeon who's in such a demanding environment. And they're always meeting, like in the corporate workplace, we, we meet these demands, right? Like we turn up to the meetings, we, we get the work done, we hit the deadlines. But when, when they get home, when we get home, it's like we're faced with this other personality that we, this other body that we have to step into. And that's the body of like living, right? And we realize that the toll that our work has taken from us is, is not easily, that debt is not easily replaced. And there comes a point where we need to start becoming strategic about that. We need to become, I like to become algorithmic about that. Because we can't necessarily fire in all cylinders and sort of just go to the gas station and, and top ourselves back up again. We're, um, we don't get that instant recharge, um, especially as we get, you know, 30s, 40s and onwards. We're more like a, a mobile phone. And, you, you know, at some point you got to turn it back on and you need to make that phone call. But like you're plugging it in and it hasn't even showed you that the battery's not on yet. So. I got really interested in that space and I think that's taken me in all sorts of paths and that's led me to where we are now and having this conversation about this program that we're putting together, which I'm so excited about and merging these two fields and helping people coordinate these different components often i'll see you know um executives and these high performers and they'll have sometimes a chef and they'll either have a nutritionist or they'll have an executive coach and they'll have a team and and resources but they're not necessarily connected and they're not communicating and they're not talking to each other and that's the hardest thing you know you go to the gym and your trainer's like okay we're going to put more volume on the next couple weeks because we really want to work on those quads you got a good ski trip coming up and we need to we need to get you firing up for that. But then does your nutritionist know that? And are they kind of coordinating their efforts around that? Usually not. Usually it's up to the individual to coordinate that. And, and that's another challenge, uh, bandwidth a lot of time and a, lot of, and a pain point that's experienced um, on the client's end. And so I'm really excited to kind of merge these, these spaces together and to, to be that coordinator and to fill
0: that gap for for these individuals and these teams. It's so cool, and uh, I, I I totally agree. And I I wasn't part of the the um, full podcast that, that you and Adam recorded, so I'm I'm thrilled to continue to sink my teeth into that because I know you've got uh you know came from humble beginnings and have done a lot of academic study and you know five years plus with Red Bull, which I I kind of like think about this like petri dish of opportunity to to test and iterate and you know improve and the people reaping rewards on that front and then for us collectively to kind of glean the benefit of of scott your business savvy and all the experience that you have and dan the scientific rigor and you know both of you are very passionate and then with you know jeremy's who's just really well connected and super smart and operational in his own in his own realm and adam and i i don't know what we do we're, we're just along for the ride but um You know, one of the things that came out just while you were speaking, Dan, is um, we met this gentleman through Jeremy and maybe he can just briefly connect because I think it's interesting and we'll talk about the program is we did a podcast with him as well, but this gentleman named Nick Waters and he's part of a couple different things, but he's making a film called Worst Enemy, which is all about like kind of athletes that struggle with anxiety and depression. Uh, He's part of an organization called Athletes Against Anxiety and Depression and there's this whole movement. We've all seen it in the last five years, but, you know, folks like Michael Phelps and uh, Coco Guff and others who have like taken, you know, Simone Biles, who are like the best of the best when it comes to all of it. They have all the coaching support they could ever need or want, right? And then they like break down from mental health issues, anxiety, depression, just like being on that performance stage. And, And we find that same thing with founders all of the time. Like, You would not believe, or maybe you do, how fucking lonely and scary, and like they're gonna find out I'm a total sham, like imposter syndrome. And not all of them have it. Some of them cope with uh, a big ego in a good way. I'm not saying it's like they're freaks. The point is like they they overcompensate because they just figure it out and they they know how to do it. But I'd say a majority of them really do struggle with like maybe not depression but that loneliness and there are some dark times and you ask any successful founder you know you know when people are like oh you're an overnight success they're like dude i went through hell and back 7 times to get here for my overnight success and i got the war wounds mentally and physically to to prove it and on the football field you go through 9 surgeries on your knees right in the corporate world it, it's it's the invisible pains. It is the anxiety. It is the depression. It is the lack of sleep. It is the stress. It oftentimes it's in blown up relationships um, and things like that. So again, I just I'm, I'm you know Nick was an athlete himself. Amazing guy. His podcast story is super cool. But there's that's another kind of interesting segue for us to to think about moving forward with just that whole mental health aspect and some of the the spinoff from some of these things. And I, I do believe over time you know, the work and the effort and the programming we're putting together will have positive, you know, impacts on that area as well.
3: Yeah, I I do think there's these, um there's these life changing moments that we have throughout our career. And I've experienced it myself. And I've experienced it in clients that I've had. And I'd like to think about these challenges, these life changing moments is like, they're either inner world changes or outer world changes. You know, and that inner world changes, is, is sort of realizing that, you know, having having a realization about ourselves, and that could be you know experiencing severe loneliness, and it could well be that you know I've had clients that um, have experienced a lot of loneliness, and it's it sort of they get to the point where they've tolerated it and they've been able to find something useful within that. You know, so perhaps like initially that starts off with a desire to be alone right and we often can hide away and we can get a lot of work done when we're alone and we isolate ourselves from others you know um, and it can also come from like maybe a desire to be very critical and look for value in different people right which is a skill that we need to find from a business point of view is being able to understand what we can share and exchange information with individuals but but then that loneliness gets to the point where it no longer serves us in a productive way. And that's the point where that inner world starts to really kind of unshake us. And, uh, and that can become really, really challenging. And it's often in those moments where we're met with that life-changing moment where we no longer want to continue in that state. And I, and I think these are the critical moments that individuals might be experiencing where what really needs to happen in those circumstances is really like team up. It's like, find resources and a team that's going to help you and whether or not that's family, friends, people around you, experts. Those are the moments to pull in the resources because it's um it's it's that's the moment where you have a choice and the choice is to continue on with a habit that is no longer serving you and some way that you might be living your lifestyle or that's a moment to really like level up and take something from that moment that you're really struggling with and improve yourself and turn yourself into something even better, a new skin moving forward, you know, and that's the inner world side of things and the outer world side of things, just in short. And I'm really curious to hear Jeremy, from your point of view, but yeah, from the outer world point of view, it's, it's literally like there's a clear change financially, or there's something happens in your family. There's something outside of you that happens and that can really force you to think more altruistically and you need to re organize your schedule in order to do that or it could be a situation where you need to level up your skill set in order to help people in order to deal with the business circumstance and uh and there's all sorts of skill sets that we need to develop in order to do that as well and even even winning right you mentioned phelps reagan guy went and won like seven plus gold medals in the olympics and um had a horrible phase after that that was an potentially fortuitous life-changing moment that turned into a lot of darkness for him and um we need to be equipped to win right to to not just get to the top of the mountain but once you're there um how do
0: you hold that how do you stay at the top of the mountain and that's an entirely different skill set yep we say that uh sometimes we choose change and sometimes change chooses us right and so figuring that out. Jeremy, just uh, thoughts or
2: comments on on any of that last piece. Yeah. A couple of things. One, that's, that's what's uh, to me. So, I mean, there's a shared excitement amongst all of us right here about what we're talking about and what, what's being, brought to the public now through this because this is ex- has existed in silos for certain folks right as as a professional athlete or maybe a very select number of folks Michael Phelps has a team fortunately as an example and like Dan you said there's opportunities out there but you know get get those resources partner up find out whoever that is your your coach your neighbor your coworker whatever it is but what's happening here is the formalization of recognizing what helps people and packaging that in a way to be able to bring it. So folks can, can understand really what's going on and what the opportunities are for them. And Regan, you mentioned Nick waters. I mean, he was fortunate to go from a really high level of athletics, you know, Stanford swimmer, Olympic trials swimmer. So all sorts of very unique experiences, team support, training, et cetera, there. And then he left that and all of a sudden he's, a free man on his own in Hollywood and the entertainment industry, you know, going, how does this all work, et cetera. And he was able to bring that training, that support, that background, the mental, physical, it's uh, emotional training to apply that to his career now in a very different field, obviously. And he's taking a lot of that, which is, push him forward in a very fast period of time. But even Nick would say, and this is a lot of our work together. It's like, I don't want to do this alone. I know how it feels to have a team and to have support and to have tactics, like you mentioned, Dan brought in at at the right time. And so um, I I just, I I know for a fact, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm blown away. I'm I'm very excited to see what the results are of this, because I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be life-changing for folks.
0: Agreed. Super, super excited about that. Well, maybe we can use that as like the pivot into kind of what what we're, what we're doing from a programming and kind of structural standpoint. So, you know, part of the challenge for this group was to really wrap our heads and hands around what kind of the central thesis and or, 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 or problem is that we're solving for. And I, I think we've touched on it in a myriad of ways from our, you know, seemingly disparate... Uh, areas of expertise, but really how I see it is like, how do we, you know, if we've got these overlapping kind of concentric circles, you know, athlete blood test has its own set of unique strengths and, and, and histories and people and teams and experiences, better, faster, further, Dan, Jeremy, it's like, how do we create a, a, a program, for lack of a better term, a service uh, of support where those circles kind of overlap. And we now have that core sample where we can come together and optimize and leverage and utilize those, those amazing strengths and experiences and teams of people in a way that has some tangibility to it. And so we've spent the last couple of months talking about it, you know, clarifying it. And we're now to a point where kind of the working name for this is the f- full human performance or optimization kind of program. And in many ways, it is a, a, a merge and a, and, a, and, a, and a synthesis and a mashup of the programming that we use oftentimes in our one-on-one executive coaching programs, which includes doing one-on-one coaching sessions, doing some assessments around conflict styles and leadership styles, doing some interviewing, uh, uh, you know, doing 360 interviews and getting feedback on how those leaders, those founders, those, those managers are being perceived by others is a really critical component of that. And then getting, you know setting very clear goals and setting customized programming, to help support that individual to become a better leader right to bolster their strengths to mitigate some of their blind spots etc etc and um that has been you know we've been utilizing that technique for for a long time in the executive coaching world it wasn't always as common as it is now i mean back in the day and it wasn't even that long ago people would think you had a coach and it was like oh you're broken and you're like working with somebody to get fixed and i think that's where the athletic world has really influenced this like the best of the best in any sport has like a team of coaches that are helping them. They do not do that by themselves. And I think people see that like, dude, if you want to be excellent at something, you don't lock yourself in the back cave and just tinker on it. Uh, you know, you, you, you get help and and you work with the best, you, you know, the best help you can get. So that has changed in my time in the executive coaching world. Now it's like an honor to have a coach. Like people want them and some companies can't afford them for all their people. But then you bring in the athlete blood test program, which includes you know robust blood panels that then get debriefed, and um, you know that is just a wealth of data and insights. And you get to then leverage the unique you know background and experiences of uh, of Dan's you know kind of uh, storied career in working with Red Bull athletes and neurosurgeons and um, executives and we're really trying to create a program that that sits at the core and kind of the the intersection of those of those three kind of distinct areas. Scott, you know, obviously let's double click on this a little bit, but from your perspective, you know, how do you like in your own words, how would you frame or position kind of what what we're trying to solve for and 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 kind of what the thesis or problem statement is from your perspective?
4: Yeah, I, I'll start at a macro level and then we can kind of tease down. But, you, you, you know, I think there's just a general labor movement. Um, and, and I think corporate America has gleaned as much juice as they can out of their human capital. And I think they're being forced to rethink. Uh, I think the pandemic is, is a, an accelerant to that. But I think this predates, uh, predates the pandemic. So I think this is an opportunity for corporate America to come in on that promise. Um, and address the whole person um, and move beyond the eight to five. Now, the reality is our clientele are not eight to five. They're, you know, 12, 16 hours deep in. But the fundamental point is they're running hot. And, you know, that's not fully sustainable uh, at, at a work environment, at, at, at a human environment. You know, our, our society is generally uh, adopting a little bit more of a holistic perspective here. Uh, and, and this hits all of those points. Um, so I think this is an opportunity for the individual and for corporate America to kind of stack hands on that and put their money where their mouth is and invest in, in, in these high caliber assets, uh, these corporate athletes. And, and provide them with resources and a team just like a pro athlete does when they go into the training room or or a personal chef that's making them all their, their right meals. Um, you know, this is a version of that for the corporate athlete. So, you know, I, I think this is just a natural evolution for each of us. You know, this isn't, is innovative. This may sound the science that we each are employing has been around, tried and true. Um, it's really about the merging of the two, and um, it just it makes all kinds of sense to me. You know, I think it will resonate with a certain type of client. You know, I don't know that this is necessary for everybody, but this is going to be a no brainer for a certain classification.
0: Thanks for being here, everyone. At Better, Faster, Further, we specialize in helping leaders, teams and organizations maximize peak performance. Our goal as a business is to help build organizations that execute effectively, to create high performing teams and to help leaders bolster their overall capacity.
1: We're unique and we're different. Our real world in the trenches experience comes from building and scaling teams and companies of all sizes. When you partner with Better, Faster, Further, you're not gonna get a recent MBA graduate. What you will get is a team with decades of experience coming from industry veterans, academics, and leaders who have been in the most critical roles of startups, growing companies, and enterprise titans. Not only do we make recommendations, but we roll up our sleeves and get our hands dirty right next to you.
0: We truly believe that organizations are at the epicenter of social change, and by creating positive shifts within those organizations, we create ripple effects that have profound and lasting impacts on communities and society at large. If you want to become a more effective leader, if you want to create a high-performing team, or if you need to scale your company in ways that will stand the test of time, then Better Faster Further is for you. Visit our website at betterfesterfurther.com or email us directly at bff at betterfesterfurther.com. Thanks for your time. Now let's get back to our discussion. Couldn't agree more. And some of the words you just used triggered me in a positive way to a discussion I had previously with another colleague of ours. And and, and he was, uh, I was telling him about this this program and he, 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 his eyes lit up, but he, you know, he was like, organizations are broken, right? This fun. There's like, there's this fundamental shift. And I think we're like, we, we maybe we haven't hit rock bottom yet, but like there is this transformation that's happening in just organizations in general. And I, I think you, you alluded to that. And I, I really like how you framed it and like the way that companies set goals is broken. And like the HR function, the, those people do great work, but like the HR function is broken. It's like, we do training and learning and development but it's still highly transactional and there's not a lot of like you know prep work and follow up in those programs and oftentimes you know people development is like or even culture development is third or fourth or 10th on the list right behind you know financial revenues and things like that we've all been exposed to some of that but you know when we break open this notion that organizations have squeezed all the water out of that washcloth in treating people like costs Instead, we need to like treat them like assets. That was the word you used. It was the word that he used as well. Like that shift, that paradigm shift, and that shift in perspective. I'd love to be on the cutting edge of that, for lack of a better term, and, and like and, and force that to happen in a quicker way. And I think this is a this is a potential way to do that and to make those investments in those people to stay healthier, to be more productive when they're at work, to stick around longer, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, what about Dan yourself? Just in hearing hearing that kind of anything to add or tweak in, in, in regards to the, this moment in time and kind of the potential need or problem that we're solving in, 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 in work life and, and, and personal life right now.
3: Yeah. Like I think together, like what I think we have the immense power to do is to move, move people from whether it's an individual or a team or organization is to move them from, a reactive state into a proactive state you know and it's sort of like when i think about that the the kind of visual that comes to mind is like air traffic control right it's sort of air traffic control is continually kind of predicting where where the planes are going to go to prevent catastrophe but also to improve efficiency and when you sort of look at it like that like a lot of times especially clients that i'm typically getting are currently struggling in a reactive state and that often is they're working in organizations um very much like you know scott you mentioned like where the capitalist juices are flowing high and it's and it's like it's, it's it puts people into a very reactive state and this is from an athlete point of view like this is this is a very unproductive place to be in it can be productive kind of at first glance, because it looks like you're just sort of dealing with everything, but there's really little degrees of freedom when you are reactive. It's sort of like you're constantly just everything is coming at you. And and that could be professional challenges are just coming at you and you're having to put fires out all the time. Versus I think what we have the power to do is to really move someone into a proactive state, which is to say like, let's get more control let's get more of a grip on the trajectory that you're on from a wellness point of view is that trajectory sustainable from a leadership point of view from the amount that you're putting in right now in terms of work like how long can you sustain that for and if you want to sustain that for 12 weeks and we run our assessments and we go through a discovery phase and we're really using technology and our resources to understand where you're at What's your coordinates in this air traffic control system? Where are you at? Well, maybe you only have six weeks left in you and you need to make it to 12. So what are some of the strategies and mechanisms that we can put in place to make that possible? And you know, also, we're, we're not afraid to say like, look, this, this is really going to tax you and there's going to be consequences to pay here personally, internally as a result of that. And that also puts someone at practice state. It's like, well, maybe you can only go for six weeks, but you do actually go for 12. Well, then let's get ahead of like how to deal with that. And that's where we can come in and be more efficient in terms of how you restore yourself, how you regenerate, how you recover quicker and accelerate that recovery. So I think we have an immense ability to do that in a way that is not taking more bandwidth from the individual it's there's always an investment that's needed from the individual to commit to this sort of program but it's like it, it, it's like let's 10x the return on that and let's say like you, you put your investment down whether that's time money effort energy right but like let's 10x the return and what you get out of that is like learning about making better decisions and that is what sets apart the best from the greatest is you figure something out about yourself about the system before anybody else does before catastrophe happens so let's let's move people from reactive to a proactive state is i think what we're all about and the pain points that come up for people within that are all unique to them and i think we can rise to multiple challenges within that whether it's female related challenges we spoke about female physiology whether it's general challenges that someone might be experiencing like depression, loneliness, sadness, these types of areas, we have plentiful resources to be able to deal with a lot of
0: different cases. I love some of the analogies you use and uh, you know surprisingly like I, I frame things very similar like I, I, I you're in my head right now using some of the metaphors and analogies that I use frequently with some of our clients and they, they tend to resonate well. That's the reason I I, I use them. But I, I love how you position some of that, that move from reactivity to proactivity. You know, we we, we we talk a lot with clients around, you know, the ability to, when you're on your heels, when you're reactive, everything is coming at you. And like you said, you don't really have the reins. And, and it, it, if you think about like an ambulance driver or something, they they never know what the call is going to be when they get on the walkie-talkie, and it could be somebody stuck in a tree, a freeway accident, whatever. But they're not just uh, reactive; they're responding. They have like plans in place. They know what the steps are to triage. So like, even though they're having to react in the moment to like stimuli that are coming in, it's from a proactive stance, and that is a big mindset shift and a behavior shift, as opposed to this like deer in the headlights. Oh my God, life is coming at me. And there's a lot of people that operate in that place and coming back to just energy levels and stress levels and sleep levels. Like when you're, when you feel like you are just reacting to life, it is exhausting and you're definitely not getting the best version of that person in any aspect of their life. So super cool. Well, let's, let's talk about like the program itself and, 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 and kind of where we're at right now. So, so number one, if anything that, folks are hearing on, on this episode, you know, whether it's reaching out to Scott and the athlete blood test, um, by the way, uh, Scott, what, what is the, the, is it athlete Correct. Awesome. And you can, you can reach out to them uh, and or Scott directly, Dan, just while we're mid reel here, what's the best way to reach out to you directly if anyone wants to?
3: Yeah, you can head to my website, drdanturner.com. And um, there's a contact page there. Feel free to reach me out there. You can um, find me on LinkedIn as well. Um, I check those message threads frequently. So feel free to um, ping me a message on either of those platforms.
0: Perfect. And then you can reach out to us again at bff at betterfasterfurther.com or just uh, our website's betterfasterfurther.com. If any of this interests you, please feel free to reach out. And also, we're about to kind of scope out the program that we're bringing to life, and and just to 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 highlight that, we are opening up a few seats for folks to actually participate in this program, and super excited to do so. So, if um, as we begin to articulate that, if you are somebody or you know somebody that could be a good fit for this, you know, reach out to us. And there's obviously some some screening and some 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 questioning that we need to to get to, but. Excited to do so. So, let's see here. Where do we start? So, you know, part of the challenge in this is how you bring these, you know, seemingly disparate areas of expertise together in in a cohesive way, um, so that the the end user, the client, the, the the coachee gets a very well thought out, holistic, tangible program that has clear goals, a clear beginning, a middle, and an end. And also that we, as the supporting team, get to leverage and and benefit internally from the synergies that that, that come through that process. We very easily and will continue to send folks to athlete blood tests. Go get a blood panel, get a debrief, and and, and that's amazing, and and, and that should happen. There are folks that should have a deep discussion with Dan and go deep into his world. Um, And those that kind of only want to work through the leadership lens with better, faster, Further, and that's all cool. But, but this, is, this is different. Like if that's a bachelor's degree, this is, this is a master's degree in this stuff. And I think it's, it's cool and exciting because it challenges us as a team. Um, but it's going to be a new and unique experience for those going through it as well. And our goal is to formalize this in Q1 of 2024. This initial round is an opportunity for us to um, you know, test, iterate, and improve. Um, in honor of that. But just like in science, you have a hypothesis, you got to run some experiments and you're going to learn from those outcomes. And I think that's very true in both science, in athletics, and in leadership. You, you rarely hit it the first time straight out the gate um, without, without putting real people through the program. So very excited to do so. And what this is going to look like structurally is, you know, an initial kind of program kickoff and overview. So um, this group of, 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 of folks and, and, and these companies will come together with the, uh, with the client, lay down the ground rules, share expectations, get to know each other a bit more, really talk through the logistics and the planning and the instructions and some of the scheduling. As you can tell, there's a lot that goes into this, right? There are literal blood panels. There are assessments. There are scheduled one-on-one coaching sessions. There are debriefs. We are... Um, introducing, uh, you know, nutritionists, we've got nuance with female physiology, etc. So we need to account for all of that. And as you know, everybody is wired differently and already has a different set of activities in their lives. So really getting a chance to understand as a team, the nuance and customization that needs to happen for that person uh, my needs are different than Scott's, which are different than Adam's. And, and that would be different for, for anybody else. So lots of customization. And we really got to lay down the groundwork and, and, and understand that person and vice versa. We want them to feel like they're going through this program with a very clear touch point. In that initial um, uh, kind of kickoff as well, we would initiate blood panel number one. So I'll, I'll, I'll let maybe Scott, you just kick that piece off to help people understand what potentially that would look
4: like? Yeah. So, you know, we're basically looking at a five-month program here. So on the front end of that, we are going to pull some blood. Uh, and, and that's just another data point, right? So, you know, just as you're doing some uh, coaching assessments, we're doing some mental assessments, we're doing a physical and physiological assessment, um, a, a comprehensive blood panel on the front end of that is part of that process. Um, but there's a deep analysis Uh, of that uh, blood panel and and we're translating that into predominantly nutritional insights, so we're going to really front load this program. You're going to have registered dietitians that can work with you directly. They uh, can meal plan if you travel a lot and, and you need to account for that. We, we can do an eating out type of plan, but the point being is we're going to customize a nutritional plan. That doesn't sound sexy. You know, I wish I could give you a magic pill, but the reality is for you to be optimized. We really got to dial in your nutrition. That sets the foundation for things that come down the road. In other words, that that the BFF team and and Dr. Turner are doing. But that blood panel is is just another data point for us to get deep on your physiology, some things that we can do to really move the dial and how you're feeling, how much energy you have, how much throughput you have. Um, So it's just one of those additional assessments that we're front-loading in the program so we can individualize, so we can customize. We're not cook-a-cutting this. You know, This is tailored to everybody in, in how they work and how their body is working. So this is just data that we're collecting that enables us to customize and individualize our approach.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to clarify something you said, Regan. It was um, in that initial kickoff, I, I just want to make sure people understand this is your, for, for the client, this is your personalized team made up of You know, hand picked, hand chosen individuals from each one of these entities, specifically for the needs and desires for that person. So it's a very personalized, customized team put together to support this person through the program. Just wanted to clarify that.
0: And to that end, you know, on the leadership development side, before we do any work with any folks, we get a baseline. And the blood panel is kind of a baseline metric as well. It's like there's a starting point. Now we've got access to data. On our side, in the beginning of the program as well, we will do a, uh, a robust round of interviews, right? And we will, we will get folks exposed to some of the initial assessments as well. Um, but in that kind of kickoff, um, you know, program kickoff is a blood panel. You know, Dr. Turner has a, a, an assessment and questionnaire that, that he will put folks through. Um, and on the blood panel piece, you know, I just went through this recently, and I had a phlebotomist come to my house. It was at seven in the morning. She was here literally twenty minutes, totally painless, super seamless, in and out. My kids were still sleeping. Uh, they then send it off to the lab. They work their magic, and approximately seven to ten days later, you know, Dan and his team have have access to that data. So again, when we when we kind of kick the program off, there is that blood panel and a kickoff of a list of folks to begin to interview. And that really is kind of the, the springboard of the launching pad for us to then get into the core part of, uh, of that program. Dan, anything else to add to just that initial kind of kickoff phase?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to mention a couple of things there. So I mean, I'm not sure about the listeners, but how how many people have gone and got a routine blood test um, at their medical provider and they get it and they get told, yep, everything's within the normal range, you're good, see you in a year, you know, and uh, if you've ever had a blood test, that's, that's pretty much how it goes. And I'm in no way trying to fault the medical system. They are screening you for diseases and disorders that are really important to identify to keep us um, alive and, and having good quality of life for the remainder of our years. But what um, because, because I've been so fortunate to have done a lot of blood testing over the years and then to partner with athlete blood tests, what we really have is a unique ability to look at – the individual from a biometric perspective from a performance point of view and really understand really really integrate like what are what is the state that you're currently in whether that's you're already thriving and you're optimized and or maybe you're struggling and let's look at that state holistically and let's use these biometrics to get you into a state that's either maintaining what you have so if you like the level of focus that you have like let's maintain that or if you would like to sort of add more strength to your more durability to your system, we're able to bring a real performance perspective to interpreting that blood test. And that's where I think a lot of the power lies in the data sets we already have. And I think that's a hugely important part to the unique way that we're able to like look at these biometrics um, in this initial discovery phase.
0: I love that, and I think you know this is where folks I hope understand just the the nuance and the customization and the level of precision and expertise that we're really trying to bring to this, and why we want to get some folks through this program initially to to you know flex the muscle, but also work out some of the nuance between between these activities. So, and as as Scott alluded to earlier, you know the the, the big picture is there's kind of a, a program kickoff which we just double clicked on. And then we kind of get into the meat and potatoes, which is about a four-month-long program where you will alternate between, quote-unquote, coaching sessions, between Better, Faster, Further, and a pre-identified coach to work with, and they will be your point of contact on that front, and Dan or someone from his team on the coaching on that side of the house. And so, for example, in month one would be, after after the kickoff and all that, would be uh, disc- uh, kick off with Better, Faster, Further, where we'll really do a deep dive dis- you know, discovery session. We'll identify folks for us to go interview, and we'll hone in on you know, three to five goals that you really want to um, focus on during our time together. Then in week two you would have a session with Dan and there would be some life and mental performance discovery sessions happening there. They would debrief some of the inputs and outputs from um, the questionnaire that you complete in the beginning of the program. And I believe, you know, depending on the timing of the blood panel, you would then have a third week with Better, Faster, Further, and then a fourth week with Dan and his team. And the blood panel debrief would probably happen in that second session with Dan. We also realize that like life is full. People are busy. People get sick. There are vacations. So there's a bit of flexibility in all of this. But the goal would be for this to be, you know, a a five month or less program, a weekly touch point with either better, faster, further and or uh, Dan and his team kind of alternating weeks. And then there would be synergies and checkpoints along the way. So we have built in a kickoff session where we come together as a team. There is a midpoint kind of check-in where we, again, come together as a team, share themes, make any adjustments that we need to make. In that second month of coaching with uh, Dan, and I'll let you speak to this a little bit more, you're starting to introduce uh, you know, either new people or new aspects of the program, potentially around you know, habit forming, potentially around nutrition and there's a lot of customization that we can do depending on who the the, the, the client actually is and, and what they already have in place as well. Some folks have nutritionists, some folks are on certain medications, some people already have uh you know programs with their GPs or otherwise. So we can we can optimize and customize based on that as well. But Dan, maybe you can articulate just a little bit about what the like kind of like the month two programming would look like versus the month one from your aspect.
3: Yeah. So I think, you know, month one is very much that getting to know you. It's that it's really like that discovery phase. It's who are you? What do you want? How are you? How are you going to get there? How do we help you do that? How will you know that you're there? Um, Who are you taking with you? Who are you leaving behind? How do you pause? How do you stop? How do you get out, right? Like really trying to build a strategy around that. And that's where the questionnaire, the motivational style interviewing comes in. And we're doing this from the executive side of things. We're doing this from the wellness and human performance side of things. And we're merging that together. And then when we really get into the meat of it, the several months of um, coaching, really what we're at that point is like, we we understand what you want and we understand the way that we can synergistically work with you. And then we're going to coach you and provide you with strategies and skills. And the way those typical sessions break down is if you're having a session with me, for example, in those sessions, like I'm bringing a system, I'm bringing a framework, I'm bringing a strategy that session for you that is personalized to your needs, your physiological needs, your right. mental, emotional and social circumstances. And then you also have the client has the opportunity to bring in what's evolving within their own lifestyle um, to that session as well. And we we debrief on that. And then we form a strategy. And at the end of each one of those sessions, we make sure that that strategy that is implemented by the client is then we follow up on that so i provide a habit forming um debrief on that and then let's not forget that like as scott was mentioning nutrition is such an important part of this program it's going from well this is my blood work to these are foods that are helpful these are supplements that are helpful these are botanicals and herbs that are helpful to actually like how do we incorporate that into your day-to-day right like and that's where we bring in a registered dietitian and that dietitian is able to really get granular in terms of like, where are we going to get these foods from? How are you going to implement that into your current, either peaceful or wild schedule? Um, and we really want to support and create and support you along that process. And so very much the coaching that's involved is these very key sessions where we're offering, offering like um, strategies on developing soft skills um, but then we're also being strategic in terms of to support you in terms of nutrition, physiological change throughout this four or
4: five month period. Dan, I think it would be useful to maybe give some anecdotes. You know, what are those format habit sessions look like? You know, what are some of the goals that certain people want to achieve without naming names? But you know, one of the challenges this is so customizable you know, and malleable, it can work with anything, but let's contextualize it. Let's move beyond the abstract, give them a couple examples of real world, you know, habit forming type of things that, that we work on within this program. Yeah,
3: absolutely. So when I, when I sort of think about it, when I try and break it down, it's like, I like the analogy of um, red, R-E-D. So we often think about this in terms of readiness, efficiency, and that's emotional efficiency and then durability. And so when you think about readiness, that's your ability to perform under pressure. And pressure comes in all sorts and shapes and styles, right? And so we all experience pressure in different ways. So some ways that we might experience a lot of pressure is a stress reaction or a fear response to that pressure. And that can bring up feelings of uncertainty, for example. Well, uncertainty can bring about um, all sorts of emotions that are really, really troubling, um, it can also affect our wellness and our state of health and our state of physiology, even down to the granular level of every time I experience this pressure from this individual within my organization, I then experience a state of uncertainty. That uncertainty leads to a lot of fear. That fear results in me having swollen lymph nodes and glands in my tonsils. And there's this entire web of issues that become related to that. So this could be uncertainty here is where we can really begin to strategize from a soft scope point of view. And we want want to start bolstering that individual and helping that individual create strategies around to deal with uncertainty. You know, so then the question is, is, do you have a strategy to deal with uncertainty? And if you don't, well, what is that strategy going to be? And so we can really personalize that strategy to the exact circumstances that the individual is experiencing.
0: Well, a lot of the work that, that we do with clients as well, you know, the uh, people get amygdala hijacked a lot at work and people are triggers and you're forced to work with people that you have different conflict styles and communication styles with. And, you know, long story short, people are, are literally getting triggered multiple times at work. And 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 that can be a very stressful environment. You know, I am working with a team at a, at a company, I, I, I just can't name, um, but they there's an employee there that literally has a one-on-one with her boss and it's like the worst day of her week. And like, it happens in the middle of the day. Her whole morning is a wash because she's like, gets sweaty palms and like has these visceral reactions to, to that. And it's this flood of all these chemicals in her body. And she she articulates in her own way. And that's due to an interaction with her boss, right? And I mean, like to go to that work environment every day and, and like that's, those are the stresses and stressors that are put on, put on people in organizations. And again, if there's ways that we can build you know, proactively coping mechanisms and, 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 and stress reduction, and, and then through our lens, conflict, the ability to go and tackle that conflict or work through that conflict or work around that conflict can be a game changer because you also see how that negatively impacts team dynamics and then just like organizational efficiency. Dan, if you're my boss and I get viscerally sick Every time I have to like interact with you, then like I the last thing I want to do is interact with you. So then I do these workarounds, and there's all these back channel comments that are happening, and then our team performance goes down and our results suffer. And so you begin to see these the interconnectedness and, and the connective tissue of physiology and organizational efficiency and team dynamics and blood panels. And uh, so all of it is, is, is there. And that's really like that, that is the moment that we're trying to tackle right now. And so if I can zoom up and out just for a second. So again, the program is about a five month program. Oftentimes reality sets in and it, it looks good on paper. You know, people get married and die and go on vacation and get sick and life happens. So we're, 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 we're flexible there. It's a highly customizable program There will be a a very robust kickoff, expectation setting, logistics, calendaring. We kind of handle all the upfront stuff. You then are committing to a roughly four-month-long program where you are getting alternating weekly touch points of coaching, some through uh, Dan's world, through the health and wellness and nutrition and and, and kind of mental side of things. And and, and on the other end is really through the work lens, bolstering your leadership capacity, improving team dynamics, whatever it may be. And then there is a mid-program touch point where we're really coming together as a team. And I think that's the key piece here is like, this is no longer happening in the abstract. Like we are your, your sports team and we're coming together and you're like, the, the, the tires feel like they're running a little loose and the engine's a little hot and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll optimize around that so that you can peel back out onto the raceway and hopefully you know, do better and finish quicker or whatever it may be. But it's, it really is that team effort. And I think we collectively can learn from both of those experiences. On the back half of that program, in the, in the back two months, you know, at that point, we will, from Better, Faster, Further, have delivered a, a, a robust synthesis that, that shares the feedback and the themes that emerged from the interviews that we did with your team as well as the results that we received from the two assessments that you deliver. So you may think you're an amazing communicator and your team may feel vehemently opposed to that perspective, right? It's, that is data. You need to know it and we're going to do something about it. But like this can't happen in a vacuum. On the other side of the house, on, on, on Dan and Scott's side, we're going to have data points from conversations and assessments and blood panels as a baseline to operate on. And then correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but there will be a second blood panel that happens about in the midpoint that we then are more targeted in what we're trying to kind of tweak or or bolster, correct?
3: Yeah, exactly. So towards more towards the end of the program itself, we'll be running a second blood draw. The reason for that is that we're we're a data informed program and we want to make sure that while you continue to change and evolve during the program, that we're actually moving the markers that we want to move. And if we measure, you know, 100 100 different biomarkers at the beginning of the program, then we're going to selectively pick a few of those markers that we think are most important to your health, your biological sustainability, your ability to perform. And we're going to remeasure those towards the end of your program. And We're not just going to leave you with that. We're going to provide you with some further fine-tuning recommendations based on what has changed um, so that you're left with something, that you're left with more resources in your toolkit, if you will, um, of what you can continue doing moving forward.
0: That's awesome. And I think the other piece that just I was reminded of is every person on this call is really good at what they do now, but they bring a wealth of like business savvy and business experience to the fore. I mean, I think about all the different roles that Jeremy has played and the networks he has. I think about Adam's like four or five organizations he has scaled and sold and shut down. And Scott, your dot-com era efforts in all the different series of organizations and the business savvy and the marketing pieces you get. And Dan, all the, you know, not only athletes, but but doctors and neurosurgeons and executives you worked with, like. This team understands the grind and the pressure and the desire and the aptitude and that type A personality that it takes to be a corporate athlete, that it takes to be a startup founder. Um, And and we really do understand the the challenges and the opportunities, but the drive to do that. And, And again, as Scott said in the beginning of this, like, this isn't for everyone. But I think it's going to resonate deeply with the folks that really do get it. And and I think it'll become glaringly obvious. I mean, most of the people that reach out to us do so because they either feel enough pain, something is painful enough that they, they, they want to make that pain go away, and they reach out, oftentimes, you know, employee attrition or culture or a merger that's not working or leaders they want to develop, or they are savvy enough to be at point a and they 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 know they need to get to point b and they know they can't get there right and i feel like you know through the athletic lens th- these athletes these these people want to get 5% better cuz they know that's going to be the difference maker and it's same in business it's those that are going to understand that the synergies and the value of not only investing In yourself, which I think this really is. Somebody who buys this program understands the value of the time commitment, the financial commitment, and the energy that goes into this by making you a better leader, by making you a better human, a better father, a better mother, a better whatever, like fill in the blank. You are able to bring more to your business, more to your family, you you know, increase the longevity and durability uh, of your life in general and I think that's really the part that I'm most excited about. And so again, I, I, I just want to, to call out if, if folks are interested in a learning more, i um, happy to do so and or are interested in either athlete blood test, you know, Dr. Dan Turner, Jeremy himself at Running Water Coaching or Better Faster Further, feel free to reach out and we will do so. Um, but Scott, you've been quiet for a little bit. I want to give you a chance just to to start to kind of put a bow on some of the, the the programming here, and I know we didn't get to the to all of it, but you know, uh, on the tail end of the program, we will again come together as a team and 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 and, and put some closure to this. But I, I I believe that this will serve as a springboard to to potentially more opportunities to support those people and or their teams in perpetuity moving forward. But I don't want to put words in your mouth, but just thoughts and ideas on on kind of the program itself and our perspectives you want to share.
4: Yeah, just briefly, I think the client should envision this as almost a SEAL Team 6 that comes around them. You know, a surge of resources in, in our own disciplines that that really is stacking hands around you, the individual, just as a pro athlete has a team around them. We're creating a corporate team uh, around the corporate athlete, and and so I think that's how you want to envision this. I think this first go around, I would love to see some C C level executives come in and beta test this on themselves, with the objective of maybe bringing this within their organization at a broader level. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity for an individual or two in their own organization that try before you buy, um, um, go through the program yourself and, and, and see if this is something that you envision could work with your broader organization. So um, I think this is something that is desperately needed. I think people are cobbling this solution together themselves. Uh, and I think this is a turnkey solution that that yet is not off the shelf, that's customizable to them and in, in, in their individual circumstances. Um, but I think this this is a great opportunity for somebody to, uh, to really, Come in and 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 jump into the deep end of the pool around this. I love it, Dan. What about yourself?
3: Oh man, I, I wish. Um, I've definitely had a phase of my uh, life and career where I um hit all sorts of hurdles internally in that inner world and outer world that I was experiencing, and I and I wish I had something that um something like this that I, that I could have had then. And what comes to my mind is sort of like if if you're you know if you're if you're listening and and you're you're in any way sort of thinking like, what kind of circumstances? How am I doing like mentally, emotionally, socially? How do I feel durability wise? And, and you're, you're sort of questioning whether or not that is sustainable. And you're okay with that um, being like the way it is for the next month, six months, six years. Sure, like maybe this program isn't for you, but if you're any inclination of not okay with how things are, now, if there's a part that is like, I, I think I, I really question this about the way that I'm going about this, I really question whether or not this is working for me, the current routines and strategies and habits and things you have, then I, and I, think, I think it's worth absolutely reaching out and discussing what's up with us and learning more about this program and, and learning about what it can, how it can offer you and how it can benefit you.
0: I love it. And I, I'm equally excited just to get to partner. I'm almost most excited about just getting to partner with this team and to see what really does come out of the other end. I mean, we are going to do this. It is happening. And I think right now is an opportunity for folks and they need to potentially be the right folks. Scott, I think you did a good job of articulating like we, we need business owners or business leaders and, and maybe titles aside, but but they, they need to be senior enough to have you know, some complexity and dynamism in their lives and, 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 and to be, you know, part of organizations, large or small or founders that are in kind of fast paced, interrupt driven environments or what have you, but, you know, reach out to us directly. We would love to engage and happy to share more. Jeremy, I want to give you a chance to, you know, make some call outs and, or share some, of, some of the insights that you've had through this conversation. Then Adam, I'll, I'll put you in the hot seat, my friend.
2: Yeah. I guess the last thing I would say is that, um, you know, I'm going to probably sound like the hype man on this on this call here, but um, you know, just also recognizing the sort of limited nature of what's available, Regan. I don't think you've pointed that out that uh, you know we're we're not offering this to thousands of people. We're offering this what to seven or eight folks for this initial go round. So. Uh, truly, uh, if you are listening to this, and like Dan said, there's, there's things that are kind of ringing true for you. You're starting to question some of those things and you're sounding like you're feeling like, wow, that's, that's really interesting. I'd love to have a conversation then, then just jump on it. Don't, don't hold back, just jump on it. If the conversation doesn't go where you want it to, or the timing doesn't line up, that's fine. But because there's just such a limited offer here. Um, And then the other piece is like going back to what you mentioned earlier, where there is a very large growing number of people through what, like you said, Scott, there's a, there's a lot of damage in the background and folks are coming out of that now saying, you know, I think it's possible to be healthy and wealthy if, if that makes sense. Right. And I'm going to do everything I can to, to figure out how that works. And, and that means, you know, adopting somewhat of a beginner's mindset, building a team around me and going about things differently. And so if that's sort of um, what you strive for, that you wanna be your best, but also enjoy being your best, then I think, I think this is gonna, this is gonna uh, rock some people's worlds. I love it, well said, Jeremy, well said. Healthy and wealthy. I, I, I think we would all love,
0: love for that to happen. Adam, some uh, closing thoughts from you, my friend. I mean, the, the only closing thought I can think of is that I've lived
1: a version of this program. You know, what I didn't have was the team that we've built to support the person going through the program. I was the person that kind of pulled together the team and assembled the components and, you know, was the connective glue with communication and results and feedback and such. But even doing that changed my life. Even doing that completely transformed who I am as a person and what I believe is possible in in day to day and you know we've talked a lot on this podcast about you know these 4 200 mile races that I've I've run in the last year guys that is just the tip of the iceberg what's possible for people out there in life is so much grander than we all allow ourselves to believe and to have a team support you to get there is is truly a special a special moment in time it's it this is this is a program and again I'm speaking from personal experience i mean we're we're talking about you know, biomarker transformation too, you know, going from testosterone at 200 to testosterone at over 900. And this is without testosterone replacement therapy. This is through nutrition. This is through movement. This is through mindset practices, right? To build, as you mentioned, Regan, to build five businesses, some wins, some extreme hardship, but to get through it, to come out the other side, to be married, to have a daughter, to live in the place I want, to build the life I want, And to do this while bringing along the people that are important to me is a truly transformative experience, and I think that's what we're that's that's the outcome that I think we we all are aligned around bringing to the individuals that go through this program. And what this will do, as far as uh, a return on investment in the work world, I mean, you name it, you you know, pick the return, because as you show up as your full actualized version of yourself aware and ready to perform with the, with the health and wellness to do it, pick the return
0: priceless. Well, uh, I, I, I think you said it better than, than anyone could. So I won't even try Adam. That's, that's great. And to be honest, I mean, you are the, the, the catalyst and the impetus for this group being together originally. And, um, you know, none of this would have happened without you. So, uh, you know, thanks for, for making that happen. And I think the rest of us get to come along for the ride, but hopefully we can continue to amplify that, that vision and that effort. And again, share it with the world. That's kind of our goal. So um, gentlemen, thank you so much as always a total pleasure and a privilege for folks uh, that are interested in learning more. We will share names, LinkedIn addresses, company names in the show notes. You will be hearing more uh, in a robust deep dive podcast that uh, Adam recorded with Dan Um, that will get out um, very quickly as well. And just very much looking forward to kicking this program off. And and just a final call out for those interested in potentially going through our our beta program, reach out to us. We're we're, going to do it. And we'd love for you to be part of the program and uh, send us an email at bff at betterfasterfurther.com. We'll circle back with you and at least initiate the process and see if you're a good fit. But um, Scott, Dan, Adam, Jeremy, you guys are all... Total studs. Excellent at what you do. Amazing humans. And I look forward to the journey. Thank you so much for your your time and energy. I'm lucky to be around you. Thanks for joining us today on the Better, Faster, Further podcast. We're honored to have you here and to share these insights, stories, and best practices with you. 100% of our business comes from word of mouth. We focus on delivering a promise, building strong relationships with our clients, and then let the results speak for themselves.
1: If you or someone in your network would benefit from speaking with us directly, please reach out. Our website is betterfasterfurther.com and we can be found on LinkedIn. Or you can email us directly at BFF at betterfasterfurther.com. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We hope you join us on our next episode, and until then, stay positive, keep working hard, and we'll see you on the flip side.